eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. So I want to keep moving on in terms of positions and priority lists. But the last point I want to make about the defensive line wish list and priority list for the Bears is that I don't want to be a hypocrite here because I think that on offense is different. I don't think there's necessarily scheme-specific left tackles or right tackles, even though some may fit better. Guys who are accomplished are accomplished. It's a little bit different and a little more subtle on the defensive side. I think only because you have a 4-3 that um, uh, the three technique specifically has a different skill set than, say, the nose guard in a 3-4. So a lot of these guys do have scheme-specific bodies or skill sets that make them more ideal for one defense over another. That's why I think a guy like Jones is ideal the three technique for the Bears that he might be in another defense. And that's something to keep in mind, too, when you're looking at and evaluating whether or not a guy might fit on the Bears roster. Yeah, no, you're, you're absolutely right in that. And, and, and look, like there's, there's a lot of names on the defensive side of the ball and free agency as well that would make sense for a defense that was really, um, you know, it was below average and it was quite frankly atrocious after Robert Quinn and, and Roquan Smith left. And so you've got to find pieces there to, to make sure that you can play competitive football. So let's look at the linebacker position, stay in defense for a while, because the front seven is something that I think the Bears really have to upgrade in a huge way. And it's going to cost them some money if they don't look at the draft as, as a means to you know immediately upgrade. Bobby Okereke is a guy that with the Colts, Matt Eberflus played or he coached and, and he played for Flus with Indianapolis. And he's a guy that has been estimated, you know, a $10 million a year weak side linebacker where all the plays are going to be funneled in this scheme. Bobby Okereke, Dan, is he somebody that you see the Bears pursuing and do you think that that would be a, a smart use of their money? Well, look, like the, the familiarity piece is obviously one that a lot of coaching staffs and front offices talk about when they when they unite with someone. You want to have some level of inside information on what makes a guy go and and, and what you can expect out of him when he's inside your building. I think when, when oh, you pronounce that very well, I'm, I'm very bad at pronouncing 
mispronouncing his last name. Okereke. Are yeah. we doing that correctly? Okay. You know, he came in and played really, really good football last year when Shaq Leonard wasn't able to, to play. And so you see a guy that took advantage of opportunity. That's what you're looking for is, is guys that, that seize opportunity. Um, you know, the Bears coaching staff has talked for a while now of like, look, let's find playmakers. You know, let's find guys that, that, that can do those things. And, and they also want to have a team that is capable of stepping up to the moment when, when, <laughs> when games are there to be won. And so if you feel like you're Matt Eberflus and you've got some, some good feelings about Okereke, then, then yeah, for sure. That's something you consider and, and, and you go, uh, you go see what it costs. Not to get too far off track, but it is, uh, it does have to do with the linebacker depth chart. But I wonder as they sit around and they plot, plot, plan and they plot, what do you think they have in terms of expectations for Jack Sanborn in 2023? Where is he on the depth chart? How much do you think they're counting on him to take the step forward and maybe even be a, you know, preseason starter? I mean, look, it's a it's a low risk dice roll for them. They got him as an undrafted free agent. They've got him in the building. They've developed him. They saw a, quite a surge when Roquan Smith was traded and, and his ability to step in and not be overwhelmed at all and then be a playmaking linebacker like like Jack Samward's never going to be you know, a guy that, that turns YouTube, sets YouTube on fire or, or winds up at the Pro Bowl, but he can be a reliable starter for you. And I know he impressed a lot of people in that building with just the instincts that he had for the position. Those win you over. You're going to be in position to, at the minimum, compete for a starting spot in 2023. And, and, and you know, they gave him an opportunity to win a roster spot last year and look what he did. So, I, look, I, I think there's a lot of good feelings and good vibes inside the building on what Jack Sanborn showed them, um, you know, not only in that span where he got on the field and played during the regular season, but the way he worked himself toward that opportunity when no opportunity was promised. That's starting in rookie minicamp and OTAs and minicamp and training camp. There's a lot of things that go into the developmental process that put you in a position to succeed when your opportunity comes. And so when a guy like that takes that and runs with it and does what he does with it, of course, you're going to have the, the, the confidence of the people in your building. Let's go back to offense because playmakers are a priority as well. You want to rebuild your offensive line, but we all know they need to surround Justin Fields with more talent. Let's start with running back. My dream died. <laughs> My dream died when the Giants tagged Saquon Barkley. Okay, no video games for me in 2023, but David Montgomery may hit the open market. His, his asking price may have been higher now that Tony Pollard, Josh Jacobs, and Saquon Barkley have been tagged. I wonder what you think the Bears do at running back as well as well as wide receiver. Not that there's necessarily a deep group of wide receivers. Ryan Poles tried to get in front of that by trading for Chase Claypool. DeAndre Hopkins still has rumors surrounding his status in Arizona. Running back, wide receiver, what do you think the plan and priority list is, Dan? Hey, don't forget they re-signed Equinemius St. Brown in January, so you got that that in your back pocket as, as well. A He's a great blocker. I almost sent you flowers when the franchise tag was applied to Saquon Barkley. I felt bad for you with all the excitement you had for here, you know, in the last five weeks or so for, for the possibility of that. I wish that I had cued studs to go get our initial conversation on this when I said, look, they're going to try to get Daniel Jones under contract. I know. They're going to throw the tag on Saquon. I know. I couldn't slow your roll on that, but now here we are. Here I we think are. all along at the running back position, the Bears' hopes are you either bring back David Montgomery on a very team-friendly deal and the marketplace will dictate that, or you just look to the draft and you try to find somebody uh, in what is widely perceived as a pretty solid uh, running back class, particularly in the middle of the draft where the Bears would be taking one, uh, and, and, you, and you get your answer there. You, you don't have to go out in free agency and, and, and overspend for anybody, um, and then you can just see kind of how it goes. Wide receiver is a different game. I think you need help for Justin 
and you have to play both free agency and the draft to that end, you're going to probably take 10 or 11 to camp with you. Uh, and, and within there, you know, I, I, I'm okay getting like a third wave veteran that you say, All right, let's see if we can get something out of them, right? Like somebody that's hungry, somebody that's got something to prove, let's bring them in here. And then you also draft a, a player or two to, to, to compete. You need to bolster that core, but right now you're, you know, you're, you're hoping you get a lot out of Mooney. You're hoping you get out a, a lot out of Claypool. You're hoping that some of the things you saw very late in the season with Bayless Jones can translate into something that resembles a reliable every week role. And so you, I don't know. You, I mean, you, you can go down the list of the, the, the names that are on the, the wide receiver free agent shelf and you just nothing, you know, Jacoby Myers is the headliner. And yeah, and I, yeah right. I mean, like this is not the, the class where you want to be swinging big Robert at Woods. those positions. Uh, yeah. You know, that, you know, that, that's, that's a guy like if you get him in third wave on a, on a prove it deal, you know, yeah, sure. Go after that. You know, like I think back to, you know, <laughs> there's there's names and, and we can get into some of this in a minute. There's names from the ghost of, of Christmas past on the Bears free agent list where you're like, oh, yeah, he was a bear for a little while. Think about Victor Cruz when he rolled in here as a as a you know veteran it didn't make the team but for, for a couple months. It was like, oh, this is cool. We got a guy that's done some big things on a big stage right. that, that, that we can at least try out and see if there's anything left in there. So I think that's some of the game that they're going to be playing. So in regard to big names and guys who may be even ex-Bears, I have to ask you this as we talk about and, and start to wrap up our free agent priority list. Is Robbie Gold on yours? <laughs> would he be a guy that you would pursue? Cairo Santos, he struggled at times. And I'm going to keep asking this question until it's, it's, it's adequately answered because I just don't know what the Bears are thinking. And I do think Robbie Gold might be open. I don't know this for for. For having no inside <laughs> information, Robbie is not texting me to tell me he's dying to come back to Chicago. But I would suspect that he might be dying to come back to Chicago. I he likes it here, and I think that there would be a, a certain symmetry in seeing him end his career as a Chicago Bear, as the all-time leading scorer. What do you think? What year was it that Robbie danced that dance uh, a few years ago when he was trying to? Uh, set a market that he, you know, he wanted to come back to Chicago. He wound up signing, signing a big contract in San Francisco. I, it's three, four years ago. I can't remember the exact year, but you remember what it was. Yeah. Um, here's my issue with that. And, and, and with all due respect to Robbie and his accomplishments and all that he's done, he's a luxury item for this team in its current state. This okay. team is not a kicker away from doing anything magical. So like that has to be the last thought that you have, particularly when you've got a guy in the building that you think kind of righted himself at the end of the year and you can rely on and you, you, you can play with, but like kicker is so far out of the, the, peripheral vision of Ryan Poles right now with everything else that he has to patch up uh, that I just, I just don't know that you can spend a lot of uh, resources trying to go fix that position when you've got so many other things that make a difference to trying to be competitive, right? Like we, they've got to, they've got to get themselves relevant and competitive again, and not just in the months of February, March, and April. 